Thank you. Good evening and welcome to all the nations. It's a great pleasure to be here again tonight. Um, are you ready for the word tonight? Awesome. Thank you. Good evening. Um, tonight, uh, yesterday night, I cannot get over the reform part of this, the born again experience itself. And I think thinking of another way to, to, to say this to you is unless there is absolute creation of the new world, then we're not born again. So if you can't hear, forget about what you classify as success. Because your classification of success can come from your nurturing. It is in comparison to how others are doing. I want you to think about the men who create the world we now live in, the modern world. It's like they were never satisfied at anything. If, if they had our kind of nurturing, the day you create land phone, you say, ah, that's enough now, Abba, Wow. We just wow everything. You look at landfill and say, ah, so you can actually, you know, the ones you roll. Oh, seven, I don't know. I don't know those of you who, any of you old enough to remember those things? Did you meet them? Everyone born in the 90s will meet those things, right? Mm -hmm. You roll it, you roll it. Those grrrn, grrrn, grrrn. You pick the phone, there's a long wire, meaning you can't walk past a certain dimension. It has to be some extra humans who just think that's not enough. I can imagine the world looking at them at the time and saying, ha, ha, ha. if that was Africa, well, they're saying this is too much. You know, how our own fathers reacted to any advancement of technology. Ah, these white men, they are like witches. Ah, mm. Like, it's not going to sit down and think, oh, really? It's just going, hmm, ah, they've made something else again. Oh. Unbelievable. So, question is this. How can you speak in unknown tongues and not create anything. How do we know what you're saying? Why? How? You can create a whole tongue. And for one hour you're saying it. And rolling on the floor. And there is no creation. So. There are certain things we stop doing publicly. To make a statement. So that. In case our faith or our beliefs start stopping in those things as if they are the ultimate of the expression of the born again life. So we do not disapprove of it. We're just saying, okay, I won't do this publicly because I don't want your faith to now think this is it because it's not it. <laughs> it's not. So the born again life again 
is a complete pouring out. I just want to remind you of yesterday. Until the nurture, your nurture is poured out. And a new nurture comes in. Then there is no born again experience. Now let me differentiate between that and salvation. Salvation is the one you did when you accepted and confessed Jesus. I mean, well, I'm still investigating the name. The pastor started using the word investigate, right? So I've copied that. Studying, investigating. Until Christ, you confess Christ, you believe he's the son of God, you give your life to him. But, but, but uh, let's be honest with ourselves, you know. Most people that say, I've given my life to Christ, you know they gave their life to nobody. And if they gave it that night, they took it back on their way home. They said, Christ, can I um, quickly borrow my life back? And Christ is saying, well, when you, would you return it? You know. So let's stop playing around because this thing is not real. So have you given your life to Christ? Have you given your life to the, the, the first way you know if someone has given their life to Christ, if they've given their money. You know, say, forget your life. Let's talk about your finances. Say, I gave my life, not my money. Say, uh-huh. Say, I gave my life, not my family. Uh-huh. They don't give you your life. You, you can give your life to a spirit. It, there's no accountability. There's no way we're going to know. But have you seen people who believe in marriage before? Do you see how they give their life? Like, they're going to live with a man who is a dingbat. And all their life is going to crash because they love temporarily this man. They've given their life to him. The real meaning of giving life is your own life ceases. What in the church we grew up in? Have you seen people's lives since before? No, actually, church services and convention and church prosperity is built around the betterment of your own life. That's what it is. And nothing wrong with that. Everybody wants a better life. But don't then tell me you've given your life to Christ. Because you didn't. Ask them to fast for nation. Fast for nation. They can't. Ask them to fight fast for breakthrough. You can go 100 days without eating. And I think what Pentecost has mastered is the fact that they don't really need to have that breakthrough. The delusion of it's coming alone is fine for them to surrender everything. As long, I'm going somewhere, as long as it's based on an expectation. So, I haven't gone through that reform and I need you to go listen again and again to that yes, I mean yesterday's word. Investigate it as in like sit down with the scriptures given and Google. Because Google is the new Bible, right? Can search anything there. And find out this word for yourself until the day dawns. And the morning star rises in your own heart. That's what Peter said he did. Now, again tonight, Pastor Sam has used a very accurate scripture. By nurture, Peter could not have discerned who Christ is. There's no way. And you, you should ask Peter, how come you can't? Because your old Torah, the Old Testament, 
talks about him all through. How come you can't know it's him? You can't see it. But before we can ask Peter that question, Christ already answered saying, flesh and blood, not your. Nurture did not teach you this. But there's another spirit. But that spirit himself taught you. It's not a fluke talk. It taught you into it. There's an epiphany in your spirit. And the epiphany starts from knowledge. Where did the knowledge start from? He's been following Christ. And the epiphany comes on him. Then he's able to discern him right. How would you know? In another minute, nurture comes in. And guess what? Christ calls nurture. He calls it the devil. He said, get behind me. There's no one reference to when Satan was teaching, or the devil was teaching Peter anything. Because the devil does not manifest in person. In the person or in persons, he is an ideology, is a school of thought. The only way is this powerful is that he's already in your Ghanaian culture, Genevieve. He's already in your Nigerian culture. He influenced many of it. And it doesn't have to be evil, it just needs to not be faith based. You know, you've not been, we've not been taught about the devil. You need to know him. Imagine there's a song devil that I may mean, know you. Because the issue is, I do hope one day we have the boldness to write those things. Imagine you don't know your enemy. You're fighting the wind. But tell Pentecost to know the devil really. It's in, in Jesus, in the whatever name, the, the, the ship crews, the slave crews' name. You don't know the enemy you're fighting. He, and I want you to think of this guy. His first manifestation was in Eden. He didn't fire an arrow. He didn't force anybody to do anything. He influenced thought. And he didn't influence thought from his own Bible. He used God's word. And the second major manifestation, because you hardly see him in, in the Old Testament. You know why it's not that much in the Old Testament? I think once. You know why? He's already influenced the way of thinking. It didn't appear to Cain to kill Abel. Cain killed Abel out of thoughts. And all true scriptures is so hidden until you find him again tempting Jesus or Christ. And it comes with word. No arrow, no. So, you know, when Jesus was teaching about enemies, his teaching was so clear, he told you to pray for them. When David was dealing with enemies, he sent thunder. Physically, he's just going to kill them. And sometimes he sends the Psalms to kill them and all those stuff. But Jesus gave a very simple thought and teaching about enemies because reason is the enemies in quotes whatever that word is or whatever that means in your own personal life which is also going to be based on nurture 
you know, as a matter of fact, I've even forgotten. I've overrated the church, you know. They, they don't speak about the born-again life. That's true. So, Pastor Sam reminded me tonight. You won't go to an African church and hear yeah, about even the fake, fake born-again life. They don't even teach that. It's the enemies. I've forgotten. So, I might have been overrating them because they're thinking, oh, born-again, wow. We don't even, I don't know when last. We've had time to discuss that fixated about imaginary enemies fixated on people who don't exist so why was this guy not in the old testament very simple he's influenced thoughts enough that man would self-destruct by himself until another man comes and this man brings people again to realization it teaches them into it. Remember in Bankside when I was teaching you about discipleship, Jesus called them to be with him that he may, that they, he called them that they may be with him. That they may be with him. And he concentrated five things on them. He concentrated prayer on them. He concentrated teaching on them and some other three things. He concentrated fellowship. They ate together. They spoke together. It concentrated those things because whatever you're going to become, you have to be taught into it. You can't be anointed into it. Don't let Pentecost hoodwink you. He said, I anointed this guy into millionaireship. It's not true. If that was true, and it's the anointing, everybody that was in that anointing service should be millionaires he's anointing it's no respect of person it's not partial it doesn't say well i'll work for him not for him they were taught into it so it took peter into this revelation where peter can come into a new mindset and it says you're christ the son of the living god and then like pastor sam said tonight he said upon this realization i will build something that is eternal because you've now come to realization you've now come to an epiphany you've come to an understanding at that place of understanding man becomes god on earth because he's come to a place of understanding and for people who keep saying still, how can you say God's on earth and all that? Think about Abraham. I want you to remember that till today, God has not started one religion. One, he hasn't started. There is not one single religion that is approved and stand by God. There's no word called thou shalt be Christians. Not one. Men started religion, God approved it. And just one man. His name is Abraham. So, can I start the second vision night, which is the day six or seven or, or five or whatever? Six or five. A vision of reform and strategy with Abraham tonight. Abraham was the first person. Vision. Let me finish that statement. Abraham was the first one that demonstrated vision to us. Vision 
like I said yesterday, will command discipline in your life. Listen to this. Either you give up or you don't give up. They are both meaningless if it's not based on a vision. So there's nothing like don't give up. As a matter of fact, there are people who should. There are people who should. Like you should tell them give up. It's fine now. You've done well. You're going to be returning to boxing ring and you're being beaten. So I won't give up. So <laughs> you, you won't give up, but your brain will stop. Your brain will just pack up and then you start fighting on the opposite side. We saw that in a boxing match. You need to stop. Why did I say that? If you have, if you are a giver, you give a lot. You, you are a sacrificial giver. If it is not based on vision, if it is not based on the fact that you see further than what the eyes can see, is a waste of resources. You see what happened to the church we made? They were taught to give, but they were not given vision. So they will say things like, all these given things don't even work. There's no vision. There's no guiding force for why you're doing what you're doing. If, you're, if, if you live sacrificially in an in a, in a EDC or what do we call it, in a family house now. If it is not based on vision, it's either you break down or it breaks you down. Vision is the, is the why. Is the foundation. Vision is what sacrifices are predicated upon. If you stay awake, look at you going to school and you stay awake to do your homework or your, what, that's primary school right now, assignment. If you stay awake to do it, it's based on a vision for graduation. Something that has less reward. Uh, but you put more effort into it because it's vision. Vision is the guiding light for discipline. In other words, no matter how disciplined we are, when vision is out of the way, it's a waste of effort. And so you must be able to look, and that's one of the reasons why we have those write-ups or those signs in every family house that the least we are in this house is a billionaire it is not motivational you know i first started pastoring there's this lady i used to go well not first started this was elephant and castle that's good 200 plus people so on my way to church every morning I'm gonna pick her up because i want to encourage her to to go to church and all those stuffs and she was working at business. You know those people who always have a deal they want to do. There's a deal coming through. And she listens to motivation a lot. And so one day I got to her house. And she has on the wall pictures of a car like a Ferrari. In those days I don't even know what those cars are. We just call it a sport car. They're all sport car. Every car that is little is a sport car. On hopeless little BMW sport car. <laughs> she has a big picture of what I can now imagine is a Ferrari because it's red. 
But at the time, I didn't know. I just knew. You see, vision will blow every other thing out in your life and bring those things back. It first blows them. You can't see them. Ah, you didn't hear what I just said, right? Every other thing will become immaterial. It will become non-existent. But you see, she's, she's listening now to motivational stuff. And you see, the church that I pastor, then there's nothing called motivational. It's just, it's just smash. It's very apostolic in nature. It's got nothing to do with tomorrow will be good and all that. But she's gone to listen to motivation and she's got this picture. And you see, in those days, there's this motivation of whatever you want to be or whatever you're walking towards, just have the picture. So she has a big poster of a Ferrari. A huge one. So when she's walking, she says, I just look at that pastor and I get motivated. Say, wow, let's go to church. But that motivation got a better part of her. I think the last time I heard of her, of her from her was like two years ago. Far from anything called Ferrari. Far from it. Those pictures are how everything is out. Far from it. Well, we didn't know what Ferrari was then. But we knew what vision is. You don't need a picture to motivate you. The greatest pictures are in your mind. And I'm not saying don't have a picture. We also had a friend who wanted the picture of houses he wants to live in. He's gone to paste mansions. <laughs> Say that Lambo Chopta. Say, where's that? Where's that picture of those mansions? Someone like God says, You can have the picture, he would have the house. Those things were blood out. They were not unimportant, but our vision was so clear that we couldn't see those things. Did you hear what I just said? But it doesn't, it, it's not, we're not going to be deprived of it. Because those things are just byproduct of a strong vision. Did you hear what I just said? They are byproduct. As in, you see those material things, where vision is strong enough, they come. Either you dream of them or not. And so if your eyes is fixated on material things, it's because you lack real vision. They are just byproduct. Everything that is created and created by man is a byproduct for you. The creation of iPhone and this technology, they are not byproducts. But for the visioneer that created these things, do, do you want to tell Steve Jobs about Ferraris? How many? He can buy every Ferrari in the world, possibly. His vision for creating the new world was so strong that Ferraris and Co. needed to answer to him anyways. Not by his own desire or design. The vision was strong enough. Can I tell you something? Marriage is creatable by man. It's supposed to be a byproduct of a strong vision. It's not a major prayer point. So, when some of us rebel extremely against Pentecostalism or so, whatever name you want to call it, 
is because it took the eyes of people off what is important and plunged them, not plugged, plunged into the byproducts. So they began to live and fast for the byproducts. In Africa, it is not your security that matters. It is the nation being built. Because security is a byproduct of a nation that is built. It comes natural. So imagine, still in Africa, people would have debate. This is not debate, it's deceit. They also do like Americans. They would take three dead men, five dead men, and say, oh, what's your policy on security? His policy on security is what he's been showing you. I will hire my personal bodyguards at the state expense. I will use your soldiers to protect me. That's his policy. That's his policy. So why are you asking a guy who for the past decade plus has been rolling around with soldiers with guns to protect him? Why are you asking him his policy on security? He already showed you. It's not going to nation build. And nation building is not just about the people in the security homes having enough good guns. It's about people living comfortable enough that they don't need to kidnap you. <laughs> it's simple. Vision. So let's start with the scripture tonight because imagine I've got a long way to go in a short time tonight. I want to end this in Christ because we're going to come to Christ in a moment of time. From the time he went to hell, defeated hell, resurrected, you never see him again. His creativity level has to be reserved for the next world. You can't copy with him here. Then he left man to evolve. So that the Peter you met, the Peter that started the church and the apostolic church, in 2022, you'll meet another Peter that has come into a realization and is better than that Peter. Because Peter cannot be the epitome of what Christ did. It cannot be the zenith of the leadership of the church. So forget the guy with the big heart. He's a, he's a guy stuck in old Peter. So from the time he left, he left man to continuously evolve until they reach the maturity of the faith. And we've not reached the maturity of the faith. The maturity of the faith was so strong that he died and resurrected. However you want to see that spiritual technological. You see man meet up to the technological part of it. So they started creating new cells. New stem, uh, stems and stuff like that. We're seeing it in our lifetime. We're seeing the replacement of human organs. So the manifestation of the next Peter will be a Dr. Emma. Who has come into a realization because a PO kept telling her. Listen, Emma, it is not you, you. One day, Emma, you create kidney. Can I ask you a question? If you keep telling Emma that, even if it doesn't happen, do we have anything to lose? 
The place where we have something to lose is when nobody is telling you what you you you, you must you must die still aiming. You must die still reaching. On that bed, you are in a position where you are saying, "No, I've not attained. I'm going to attain something." Then you pie, you die. That's better than a person who is already dead, whilst alive. Because not to reach in his death. Have you imagined God for a moment from the time that he created the heavens and the earth, he never stopped aiming and reaching. He's still reaching now. It's not God the whole world. He still saying, I'll get you guys. Eventually I'll send some of you to hell. That's just tantrums. Because if you really intend to do so, you could have ended this thing. It means you still want to reach. Not willing that any should perish, but that we should come to the realization. And I want to tell you, give us something. If you realize this, it will it keep you to the point where, because you must have this in mind. He wants to win the world, which I think is impossible. But he is going to keep reaching. So he delays the coming. Um, I'll give them another 50 years. That's reaching. If he's so interested in hell, he would have done that in a minute. Hell is Christian's tantrums. He's reaching. And you see, the balance of reaching now is based on who your teacher is. Yeah. Because you will always reach to try to pay your bills. But when God entrusts you to another teacher now, he's saying, I, I need you to reach a million anymore. You're reaching. Because the balance of your reaching is based on who your teacher is. And if you look at our journey so far in this nation, you must be able to look at your teacher tonight and say, this is a reaching guy. This is a reacher. Just going to reach. Look, we've been trying to reach, so to speak, million levels from the from like lancaster house and we didn't see anything wrong with it and Castle said we're just going for a five million pound business but we're not reaching as those without hope or without realization when we couldn't reach what we're reaching for it is not skill that failed us it is knowledge it just didn't know enough you remember you know how long we were thought about not being in debt and not but what we didn't know is that nations are in debt billionaires are in debt and in debt they rejoice we didn't know imagine pentecostal church first preached for years you shall lend to nations so i'm 42 now and i'm still waiting for who lends to nation what church to what nation I'm looking at what church can lend to what nation. No, Liberia. Oh, let me not go there because I have a very abusive tendency which I restrained and refrained from yesterday. What's just that? Anyway. So we keep reaching till life goes out of us. So let me show you reachers. First person that was asked to reach, Abraham. Should we start from there? Are you ready with our scripture? 
Abraham was on his own. Nurtured, already on a journey. I want you to see who your teacher is. The, actually, can I start? Do you mind me going back to Adam? Because I told you once you understand Adam, you understand the whole of scriptures. Adam was the... When Adam actually starts from the nature of Adam, which is dust. Genesis 3 verse 19. Tell me. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. Yeah. Till you return to the ground. For out of it... You were taken. Look at Adam, guys. Adam was going to have dominion over the earth, but what was he? He was just dust. What do you do with dust? Dust is nothing. God the richer stooped low and took the dust. Look at it. For out of it you were taken. What? For dust? You are. God told him is imagine if someone is abusing you and tells you your father's house. You know when abuse wants to come to abuse you actually call and say look your dad was a Uber driver and nothing wrong with Uber driver. You are actually telling him or her that you are from nothing. Let's say, I mean, pardon me, Hubert drivers. I just don't know what to use as example. So you're, you're trying to diminish them. But in this case, God was not trying to diminish Adam. He was telling him what he is. At the point of offense, God tells him, you're just dust. So I want you to imagine this dust. Now when this dust got up, for dust you are, that's what it is. So when people keep telling you, just find who you are. Discover who you are. Dust meets you. God already told you. Dust. Now dust is something you can think of. It blows away. The only thing dust does is it creates dirt. If you've been to Africa, the... <laughs> The, the headquarters of dust like you know like wait 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 like these guys like you can't just not make your nation non-dusty like just making roads how difficult is making roads like it's just roads like you don't have to do it you just call some people to do it like dust is everywhere so everywhere is dusty you can't just not have doors just make roads but anyway we've given up on that now but i said that so that those who are there would understand dust more it creates dirt it's nothing so god looks at adam and said you do know you are dust left to anything nothing is coming out of you so god comes to this guy and start making according to his vision, according to his image, make something out of dust. But it's nothing. I want you to hold this thought tight, please. And there is only one way dust will become anything. You give it vision. Now, vision is what you call word. This guy stood up as nothing. And then he is replenished the earth. His teacher. Remember at this point, 
your, your own knowledge of God is based on word, not true. At this point, there is no Satan, so there's no God. As far as Adam is concerned, he only has someone teaching him. So, how did Adam know God is God? It's based on what God told him. I don't know if you understand that. Because it's, it, it can't come from the dust and begin to say, I worship you, oh God. He doesn't know. There isn't. So, who would he worship? His teacher. Because he's the one that told. So, what makes him his teacher? What makes him his God? What makes him his God? Because he taught him what he didn't know. How do we have fathers? What makes fathers father? The one who taught us. That which we didn't know about the maneuvering of being on earth. Will open our eyes to knowledge. That's our father. Do you understand that? I've taught you the concept of fatherhood before. Father is the one that taught you, you know, you put your leg this way. Uh, 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 uh. Mm. So now, you see why it, it, this is God left in Korhath in Adam. Jesus came in Peter, left. Then when Jesus was leaving, he said, I will send you another comforter. He calls him the teacher. Our teacher is really our God. Is the one who taught us. Is the one who taught us how to maneuver on earth. So, question tonight is, who is your teacher? Either it's your nurturing or your new life. The born again life. Adam stands up, has never heard about God before, does not know how to plead the blood of Jesus to travel from east side of Eden to the south side of Eden. Does not have choir. Has no family. But as a teacher. In other words, before you acquire any of those things, you must have a teacher first. And any of those things that you've acquired before teacher must go. Many times the disciples and even the Pharisees and those who have been converted to Christ, you know what name they call him? The Rabboni, teacher. Pentecost calls him miracle worker. The educated Pharisees who are not moved or need miracles, they call him teacher. Because they know whoever teaches you how to maneuver on earth is the God. What's the word of God? This is a book of thoughts. The compendium of God's thoughts. To teach you. That's all it is therefore. So if someone tells you, have you read your Bible this morning? Say, I'm still basking in the teaching of last week. <laughs> because they are only asking out of spirituality. I don't know how this book was spiritualized. I don't understand. If you study this, you just wonder how did some things happen? How did it become something that when now they say when Satan is coming, your demon, you point it. It's gonna collect it and slap you and your and your Jesus guy with it. How? How did it become a spiritual book? This book is printed in some country. 
the person will just pass away as she is in the printing of it and those who print it are not even Christ's people guess those who print what you read people with capital you understand capital they have the money to, to start it to start printing it to sell they invested now it becomes a book to give to non-investors people who don't take risk I don't understand those who gave you the book to read they are risk takers they put their money there to produce it I told you when we were younger you know now I get how divisive and easily divisive Africa is we were thought to hate Muslims like nobody actually sat down with you to say hate Muslims hate Muslims no they are just telling you how it's not the way Oh, those people will go. We, so, naturally, as a child, you're taught non tolerance. Unbelievable. And guess who teaches you this? Those who are commanded to walk in love. <laughs> they for their religion. I told you before. So, as zealous child evangelists who were taught that. If you go to evangelize with, to them, the way you'll know that this is God's word is they throw it in fire. It won't burn. And there were testimonies there. She said, my whole house burnt, but look at the Bible. We didn't know the woman was going cuckoos. She's mad. The Muslims came up with their version. They said the Quran didn't burn. So we went to evangelize a mosque next to our house, local area. You see, the Bible was so flammable <laughs> that before it touched fire, it already started burning. Then we all ran away because everything we were taught as the sign didn't work. The guy just said, really, it won't burn. Snatched it. So it was, so you can see the flame. Then, boom. It's not true. I mean, you can try that at home. See, if this is the word of God, do not burn. Throw it in and see what happens. It's gonna burn every everything in it. Why am I saying this? Adam wakes up, no concept of religion, no concept of a supreme being. Because remember, he woke up as a full grown man. First introduction. There was no introduction of I'm God Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. None. It just says be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over everything. And began to teach him. In the cool of the day, it will come to just teach him and go. No record of worship. No record of singing. No record of anointing and the shaking of anything. None. Just fatherhood. So when Jesus left, he said, I will send you another comforter, the Holy Spirit. We will teach you all things. He calls him God, the manifestation of God on the earth now. Post Jesus, post Christ. His name will be the teacher. Christ's name was the teacher. Wonderful counselor. That's the teacher. So somehow, 
Pentecost took the spiritual part of him and left the teaching part. So, since Pentecost and before, it's just been quiet because there's nobody to teach anything. Nobody. Because what do they want to know? You can't be taught what you don't want to know. Now someone said, but what did Adam want to know? In the midst of the garden, four rivers were there. All creatures was there. So Adam had to come to a place where, of realization where he, imagine he's never seen animals before. He doesn't know what to do with gold. He doesn't know anything. He's a brand new creation. In the midst of the garden, it's not going to define by himself, oh, wow, if I just get gold, I can sell it for 50K, and boom, by the time I sell it five times, I would have made 25K on 50 kilos. No, he had raw gold, but he needs to wait for the teacher to tell him what to do with gold. Gold in your hands from your nurture is to sell and make 5K. Gold in Eden, in your nature, wait for the teacher to tell him what gold is for. Do you understand that? Uh-huh. In your nurture, womanhood, the moment you become, I think your African parent, the moment you become 15, it's time to go and marry, right? So once you grow the features of a woman and you look um, like a woman... Oh, at this age, oh my God, oh, let her have a husband, oh. Because mom has been serpentined. That's not wickedness, that's just nurture. But you see, in the garden, womanhood in the hand of your teacher doesn't have to be marriage, it's assignment. Do you understand these illustrations? Because you cannot wake up as Eden in the garden and know exactly what to do. A teacher taught you. All the things in your brain right now, somebody put it there. Most likely, your nurture. And what the born again life then does is, imagine reaching, is told Adam now, starting from a little garden, which is just a little fraction of the whole earth. From that garden, Beautiful as it is, God tells Adam to reach. In other words, he's asking, imagine this, because we're coming to vision, because we must be able in reforms and strategy, we must be able to define what exactly is our assignment. Imagine he's told Pio and, Dr. and Pastor Dr. Emma to make sure that the whole black community from this side of the country all the way to Beckton, all the way to um, um, some place in Birmingham, look exactly like Gold House. That's reaching. That when you see the black or young community, the minimum house they will live in is this. Spread Gold House all the way until the glory of God covers the earth. As the waters cover the sea, or the knowledge, pardon me, the knowledge of the glory of God covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. Imagine that's the commission of Adam. And in that garden, Pio is standing here with his wife. And they are thinking what an impossible mission. 
how are we going to make sure you you've you've as the nation family as park nation family you've tried to to, to enrich the black community before you you've tried <laughs> it's better to escape hell as in it's easier like to sneak out of hell one day and just find it's easier so you're going to look at that and say how exactly are we going to make God house this house the standard way of living for every black young man or every young person how and God looks at Adam in Eden and said there's a how there's a way this thing is going to be done anyways and there's a way there's only one thing we need you to do. Don't eat that tree. Obey. And halfway, this guy says, as, as, because it's taking time now, they are in Eden. And God is saying, no, what I want to teach you to cover the earth will take time. That's why it comes out. Oh, Pastor, how do you know it takes time? It comes in the cool of the day. The example of that is when the day is spent. It's time. It's not evening, it's time. There was no morning or evening. Adam, for example, let me use the Yoruba culture for example. Don't forget that the Gregorian um, um, calendar was made. Thursday or Wednesday in the Yoruba calendar was New Year. That's the 10,064th year. Gregory came and changed these things. And I believe the same is true about other culture. It's the 10,064th year here. According to how they read their own timing. Which the white man just came and changed everything. And said, no, no, that's not right. This is now Gregory. And we all have to just, whatever they say, we all have to just do it. We all have to just do it. It doesn't have to, and whatever they do is civilization. Anything they do is civilization. Anything. Whatever they just throw on us is civilization. But anyway, I'm not going to be going by the Yoruba calendar. <laughs> so it's not going to work. But if you get the gist. So it wasn't. Adam did not know Monday. No Tuesday. Guess the timing of Adam. And I think we've taught this before. When an assignment is fulfilled... Did you hear that? You didn't hear me. When an assignment is fulfilled, is the timing. So there is nothing like we've been doing this for 17 years. That's Gregory. Fulfillment of assignment. So there's nothing like how old are you? There's nothing like she's now 27. If, if she likes, she can be 47. If she has a mission with Pastor Dami, has a mission with, with, with um, Power Base Institute, until she fulfills it, she's not of age. She's not 27. She's purpose. Adam had no time or calendar. So what did the devil do? He made Adam and Eve aware of time. So that they can try to turn the world and change the world in their own time according to their own perception. And that is where God and man clashes. That's the anger point of God to man. It's not the adultery. 
You shouldn't. It's not the fornication. You shouldn't. It's not any other thing. It's clashing the time. Why and how do I know that? If everybody is on mission, if you fill your part of mission, you delay time. So everyone's were watching the last Adam, the second Adam Christ with, with, with eagerness and excitement because he could have failed. If he couldn't fail, he wouldn't be tested. 30 years just walking the earth knowing there's a special purpose, there's a special assignment. Have you wondered why the Old Testament would be filled with so many old age people someone is like like people were teenagers in the whole testament which is what by the way i've clocked nigeria is still practicing so it's not their fault that old men are ruling there are people who got married in the old testament at 120 so they are they are still they are just following the word you know one of the um, presidential candidate who they say is a youth who by the way is 60 and the old youth are saying, yes, we want the youth, we want the youth, that's 60. Which is a youth compared to the other guys in the race. But his head of campaign is 70 something. I don't understand. The world likes to be deceived. But it's fine. Look at this. He didn't know time. All of a sudden, he became aware to what is and what is not because the way he would have taken the word is true what is not you know why it was not you didn't hear me it was gonna take the word by what is not it was nothing it was dust but all of a sudden his eyes open to what is and from there, his dominion mandate get, got impaired. As dust, you know, it was naked. But the glory of God covered him. What Satan made him do was to become aware. Aware of his own personal needs. Aware of the fact that he needs to do something for himself. And the moment he got aware, he became ashamed. Do you understand that? Ah, you didn't hear me. The moment he became aware, he became ashamed. This is the issue. You see, your parent pushing you to get married, it's not about you. It's the fact that they are, daughter, they are friends' daughters. And now married. They are, they are living a certain life. They look accomplished. They looked, what they don't know is that she also pushed her daughter to go and marry because of your own daughter. So you people are in a daughter rally. You are crazy. You've gone mad. They, it's like the gods have stricken them dead. So they are in a circle. Endless. But that's not my issue. Issue is this. You know how we grew as a church, as a movement. We were not aware certain people's growth so we were not ashamed do you understand that we were not ashamed we were not trying to be as many as the other church we were satisfied to preach in Toss Hill we were happy 
to preach in living rooms and in that living room we believed that we've reached the world ah, you did hear me we believe that we are the best the glory of god was the cover over our nakedness <laughs> the riches of god was the cover over our not having if you've seen pt in 87 hey it's just as braggadocious as this if you've seen me in lancaster you know that little um, um mercedes it was the ferrari we carried it as that so we were not comparing you know what our friends were doing they were comparing so they were ashamed so they were hide and in that you will make a garment for yourself and that garment will be little it will be it will be a short changing to what god destined for you we were just on our own lane so because we were not aware we were not ashamed you're too aware too much and the end of your awareness is shame i guarantee you a lesser life so aware of what every other person is doing how much they've progressed so bitterness will start rising in you and you'll be pretending as if you're not bitter but you see the problem with bitterness is no matter what front you put up it is like a cancerous cell it eats you up from the inside and it kills you you might look fresh outwardly eventually you will be a dry leaf their awareness brought them shame and when shame came look at this i hope we get to abraham tonight when shame came they started hiding from their teacher. And that was what they did in Eden. Because in their mind, imagine, they didn't know who this guy was until Satan said, did God say? And by the way, you don't know, uh, the English, English vocabulary or English language is how many years old? You can Google it. So, English can tell you, said, did God say? But there was no God word then. So, did who say? The teacher you met. Well, how do I know? He brought a teaching. Say. Every time in the Old Testament you hear things like, thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. You know, we spiritualize that. God through the prophet was teaching Israel what is right. So now, <laughs> you know, the prophetic churches we grew up in, a woman jealous of the other will come and say, Thus says the Lord, thus says the Lord. She's the one that is going to say, This is the Lord speaking. <laughs> you, like, how do we know? He said, The Lord is speaking now. I've even heard why I grew up in, in prophetic choice. He said, the Lord is speaking now. You all keep quiet. <laughs> Thank you. He said, I am the Lord. I am the Lord. He said, ah, wow. You. You're still going to beg me for a drop off tonight. to drop. So I will be dropping the Lord at home tonight. She comes and says, oh, oh. So, so, so the only verification that you are the Lord is that you came doing, oh, that's all yeah that's the only way because you said yes but but you had to come with extra, extra vibes Ooh, woo. 
I am the Lord. So with that, we'll be scared and say, oh, wow, this might be the Lord. Because we've never seen him before. We don't know how he moves. He can come as, ah. So, so otherwise, but, but you can't be the Lord, man. You are definitely not the Lord. You have no love. You, you, let me tell I, we've said this, and as simple as this statement is, yeah? There's only one test to spirituality or to godliness. It's called love. Every other thing is a waste of time. So she's come to say, I'm the Lord, I'm the Lord. So now the Lord has spoken. Usually the Lord attacks someone else. There is prophetic. God uses people to speak. I don't doubt that. But you know, most of the ones we most of the ones we met in our old people's church, they are never the Lord. They have no love, they don't sacrifice nothing. God wasn't using them to say a thing. Love is the only way. So, does that mean the prophetic God cannot speak through people in church? God does speak to people in church. But sometimes when the word increases, it doesn't need to come in the prophetic. The prophetic is already given, the word has been given. So, so anyways, Adam has no concept of God. He had a concept of says. So I, I got into that by saying, or by trying to say that, when Jeremiah spoke, when Ezekiel spoke, when all these prophets spoke, they were teaching Israel something. So the word say is a teacher. So Satan comes and say to Eve, did God say? Did the teacher say? It taught you how to take the word. However, let me not show you. It gives, him, gives her another teaching. She goes and teach her husband something contrary to what their father has taught them. Look, God said to them, taught them, that the day you eat of this, you will die. And they didn't see physical death. They just became aware. Faith is a state of non-awareness. It starts with knowledge and ends with faith. You remember that? Faith is you are aware so that you are not aware. You are aware now. It's too late for anyone to say, are you aware that people get broke? Somewhere in your nurturing, unfortunately, you are aware. Now faith steps in and you intentionally kill that awareness. Whereas in Adam, it was the other way around. He was never aware of broke or anything. He was taught to become aware of it. So when you meet him next, God was teaching him the repercussion of his awareness. So when God says, in the sweat of your face, you will eat bread. It was telling him, don't say God caused them. Uh-uh. It was telling him for what you've become now. This is the outcome. This is the byproduct. The only way you will eat outside of the covenant, outside of the word, is the, the sweat of your face. You are not aware. These are the repercussions of it. This is what is going to happen because of what you've done. Because you've left your fundamental teaching. It brings us back into that Adam on ground. The ground Adam, the dust Adam, it brings us back to that in Christ. We'll get to that. But you were going to read something, or did we finish? So you've seen the first part of reaching. I've got just 20 more minutes or so. 
The first part of reaching is turning a dust into a nation builder. And what was the system and the protocol of God? It was very, very simple. The protocol of God is be aware of what I say and blow out every other thing that I didn't say. That's divine protocol. May I repeat tonight? Divine protocol is to be aware of what he says and blow out. Even if it is reality, you have to blow it out. Even though, because the tree in the middle of the garden was seeable, you can see it. And what, what the devil or whoever told them in Eden was sensible. But what he says, even in the face of what is visible, must take priority over what is visible. It is called divine protocol. So it is not that your situation is not real. It is there in the middle of the garden. It's just saying don't feed off it. Feed off what is said. Again, I repeat, it's called divine protocol. If you now go and look, let me tell you, when they've fallen, they still worship God. In fact, they worship God more. I told you that weeks ago. This woman has fallen now. And she gives birth to a child. And she says, the Lord God has blessed me with a child. It's getting a blessing. Because you can fall and begin to attribute things to hallelujah. It's like Nigerian church testimony. You see Nigerian church testimony. She's lied. She's cheated. She's got something. Instead of just maintaining her side, she still says, I will go to church now and do thanksgiving. You have prostitutes saying God did. You just left with a politician. And, and we are fine. It's okay. Whatever. Whatever your hustle is. But why must you then come and say, by the grace of God, did God did. I've refused to listen to this song because you can't be rolling a bow and doing all that and say, God, ow. It's like we're just watching. Say, what, what has the word done to? I don't understand. I don't understand. Huh? And we all have to accept it because it's God there now. I don't understand. So, but but the, what is painful is they they, we, they taught us not to not to drink it all our life. So now we're realizing that our role models just drink it freely and say Hallelujah, God did. So why did you make me stop drinking it? Why? I understand. So, all, let me just say to all you sinners and co, just do your thing. Why, why must it be God? Give glory to who it belongs to. Satan also did most of these things. Why? So, I'm not, I'm not attacking them. Most of them are better than pastors. Well, don't come and so Nigerian is like okay, you've also you've done your thing. Why must you now do Thanksgiving? Politicians in Nigeria do Thanksgiving. That's like four heads after beheading. Four heads after you still say, and instead of you maintain your side, do your thing. Said, is Sunday is gonna be Thanksgiving Sunday dancing Sunday? Why? Anyways. He told him, he teaches him the repercussions of his awareness. Now, 
Okay, let's just see Abraham for a minute because I'm in a hurry to just get to Christ because we then I, I want to propose that this new creation until it creates new things is not a creation. It's not tested. The first thing the apostles did was to create a movement that has not been seen before. That's how you know they are new creation. The art of the apostle church is a church that has never been seen. They don't understand it. They even killed them. They don't understand it. But they stood the test of time. Why is PT, nation family, your family is going to be relevant in the next 30 years? I understand why. It's a new creation. It didn't come out of nurturing. If it is not turning, we'll be doing church now and say, by now, this is about 9.45. You people will be rolling on the floor now because this is about the time the Holy Spirit comes around and hangs out with you. And nothing wrong with that. We've been nurtured through that. We've outgrown that. So are you saying you've outgrown the Holy Spirit? No, we've outgrown rolling. And the time must come that you outgrow something, right? You can't imagine you are a child and you are always like that. But does that nullify the process of childhood? No. You can't say, I hate being a child. No, that's fine. You're a child. But this is 30 years after and you're still, you're still a child. How is that possible? So it tells Abraham now to reach. Vision, again, I repeat tonight is what actions are, must be predicated upon. So if you are a sower, it's based on a vision. So your seeding is based on the vision of what this house must be. It's based on what COD, world family, must be. It's based upon the fact that um, um, gold house must be 100. The same pattern. That's been able to see further than what their eyes can see. Because anything less than that, anything less than that, will just be us wasting our time thinking one day I'll get rewarded when P.O. becomes the president of Zimbabwe. It's not the presidency. It's made by man. It's way more than that. So the presidency, like your Lambos, are byproducts. They are byproducts of what your house became. If you for once think that the blessings and the increase upon gold house, upon capital house will come from some connect outside, you failed. You become aware. If gold house grows, if elite grows in numbers, the connect you need to the million or the next billion is in that growth. It's in, that, it's in the souls. Do you understand what I'm saying? Which one of you talked about a million outside of the house it's someone that has been somewhere but became something in the house that brought someone that brought you the money you won't ordinarily have investors we've tried it don't business with this don't business with that it won't work why will it not work because god is against it no because for what he wants to build it doesn't want any man to be able to take any shares or glory in it. 
How do I say this without... Anyway, God has still protected my words. If somebody... If you put a company on public listing and people buy shares, they just buy shares to sit on the floor. You'll understand that later. That thing... Anyway, oh yeah, let's read Abraham. It will work for a moment. Then you realize it because, again, even the seat of presidencies will be a byproduct of your main vision. And people think, oh, would you go into politics? Would you go into... I will go into nothing but vision. And from vision, everything will come. The same way, look, governance of the nations must come the same way your Lambos came. Seats of power were created by men. Must come the same way. And when we try to pull it and it's not coming that way, we leave it until it comes that way. What way? Ceaseless. Pressure free. Is. The maintenance of it don't have to be his. But it must come with ease as a byproduct. There is not, I, I, the world may not understand us. You should, if you're in the house and you don't understand a pity, then there's a problem. So if they think he likes lambo, he likes clothes, you know better. And I know the same about your leaders that none of them that I know ever sat down to say, oh, one day I'll be using a lambo. Never. There's no need. But did that stop it from coming? Let me. I can tell about Pastor Sam. Pastor Sam did nothing one day. Did you see his interview with MTV Base? Pastor Sam was wearing native clothes. Native. Native. Like Agbada. Like, and I forgot it. I just saw it like two days. I said, ah, why? How? You do know this will be used. When seven grows up, I said, Daddy, Why? Why? Like, I love everything about you, but look at record for like, why? Just to tell you that the motivation was never Gucci. Never. So if you're watching for the first time or you belong to the world, you don't know us. You're only, you're only concluding on us based on what you desire the most and what you desire the most will kill you there. Kill you. They hit you because you will never have it. It's not there. They are byproducts of vision. So, did Pastor Sam or pa- you, I, I've always said he's one of the last persons to catch up on drippy drippy. It's, it's on you. So, we almost persuaded him that, you know, these things are right, these things are godly. These things are of good report. If there be any praise, these things are what it never. So I know your leaders. Of course, I know there are people who are naturally inclined towards that. And nothing wrong with that. But the moment it takes priority over vision, that means you will rather, you will rather go and buy designer than give. It's taking priority over vision. 
And you would even say, it's not, it's not that I like design. It's just that people are wearing it. I'm not going to be the odd one out. We were willing to be odd out. Odd one. It didn't mean anything. So if you're in a house and you're trying to fit, these are the reforms. Because people wear these things around you and you're trying. It will kill you. Like it did Adam. Out of the sweat of your face, you're going to try to match up with those things. Then you realize that the firepower in this house is weekly. Then it turns to daily. Then you begin to wonder how you're going to keep up. New season. Then boom, you're gone to some prison somewhere. Because you're trying to keep up with something that is deeper. It is vision. It is vision. You cannot abound when you've not learned how to abase. Because in that abounding, abounding means having. In that abounding, the only thing that keeps you abounding is that you're not afraid to abase. Oh, you didn't hear me. You're not scared not to not have. You have confidence when you don't have, like when you have. So you are no longer a weather man, you are stable. Then you can hold seats of nations. Only then. Who brought fear to Adam? Because you were living good, you were doing all right. Who took a woman to talk him into listen? Listen, Adam. Imagine the persuasion rubbing his head and say, oh, wow, oh, wow. This fool is sitting there, woman is talking, 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 instead of saying, I will be like, you know, instead of saying in Jesus' name, you were sitting there listening to stupid lecture. And this lecture is just from a, a person that just cares. I'm not saying this for me, I just love you. That's what I'm saying. I just care. I just care. He said, you, you don't even need to, you see this fruit, you don't even need to digest it. You don't even need to swallow it. Just, just taste it. Then the guy did. Oh. I don't want to be. Yeah, I said, mm. he said, no, no, no. Just, just chew it and spit it out. <laughs> then the moment one touched his um, lungs, boom creation ended. That's the end of creation. <laughs> Boom. Done. And imagine all that little fruit for this is like in the sweat of your face. You're thinking ah, it just touched my lungs because it's already in your intestine. It gets deeper than that. But maybe not for tonight. I can't get to Abraham. Let me leave Abraham. Abraham was the first guy God said, look at the stars. The unreachable. Then God said to him, his teacher. I want you to understand. The reason why I'm teaching tonight is to let you understand your teacher. He, God is like, everybody around Abraham has kids. He's the son of his father. So, even if anybody else doesn't, he's the kid of someone. You know when Paul says, 
African moms are like manipulators and that that's too. I said, oh, I give back to you. Would you not give me something to give? I said, you go give back to other people again. Like, produce them. Like, why are you waiting for me to produce for you? You go give back to the other people you want to see. Don't manipulate stuff. And I say, someone that comes to this world without a child is like, it didn't come. I say, really? <laughs> go and ask Jamaic, rough Jamaicans. It's like you came to the world without coming. Children. <laughs> Jamaicans says, really? When I was in Ashes house, I knew a man who comes to the shop. He's got like 36 kids. 36. So you're telling me that guy has come to the world. He's a, he's a fulfilled man. 36. He has nothing to eat. 36 plus. He told me. I say, he said, he came to this world without coming. What's your legacy? Let me tell you something about your. Once you are dead, it's gone, you're forgotten everything. It is us that will be doing um, knife crime to take those your 36 kids that you've produced without plan. It's us that will be helping them out of gangs. Telling me about um, giving birth to children is how to know you came to the world. Yeah, right. As in, for China to be revived, they stop people from giving birth. <laughs> they just say, listen, guys, you give birth to more than a child, we're taking you out. We're taking you out. Whereas in Nigeria, you still have religion that you know of. These are like proper Christian Pentecostal who do not believe in family planning. So a get man can give birth to seven kids and say it's the blessing of God. Then you ask why, why are there beggars on the street? Because you have a country that keeps producing. They just keep giving birth. And for them that's the sign that you came to the world because you have little ones. Are you kidding me? Like Jesus saying, well, you know, as I'm going, Mary, come. Um, I will be going soon, so would you please mind having a baby for me? Come, Mary. <laughs> no, he already had Peter. The first child, the, hey, Christians and Bible people, the first child was a evil. Big time evil. His name is Cain. The first sign of Adam. First, the first baby in the world, the first time you're hearing that someone gave birth to a baby. I mean, with due respect to all babies, the first time someone says a baby is birth, Hivu, Cain was his name. Cain. He will end up killing his brother. So now we've heard the, sign, uh, the cry of baby in this house, joy has come. <laughs> um, it better be in the world, nurtured by the word. Otherwise, Cain has been birthed. So if the first ever child from the... Imagine, Cain came from a man that God made. As in God made Adam. His first child. First. Number one was Satan's PA. (laughs) 
<laughs> practically this guy brought first murder to the earth and he just didn't bring it out of any other thing he brought it out of anger against offering unbelievable that's satan's ba so don't believe this nurturing god gives you everything for purpose a state of not being aware is the state of power but it is not a state of naivety alone it's a place where you only see what you've chosen to see and what did you choose to see faith so god was going to give abraham a new eyes then he showed him what he can't reach he said look at the stars he says, so will your descendants be. He can't reach it. And he gave him time to reach. And the first thing he was deprived of, the major thing he was deprived of is a child. Yet, he was told that he will be the father of all nations. Yet, without a child, the master was teaching. God is the master teacher. He taught the barren how to own the world. Unbelievable. These are the wonders he would have taught Adam. But the moment this guy became aware, his wife got pregnant and they gave birth to Satan's PA, Cain. And they attributed the birth to God. They said, God has blessed us. God didn't bless them. They did what they felt was right for themselves. So when your teacher is teaching you, it may look like, it doesn't look like the promise that you hear. But the teacher is teaching you how to own the world without owning anything. It's a master teacher. And if he's not teaching you that way, then nurture is the one nurturing you. Because the route you're going through is the normal route. You want to read scriptures? Tell me. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Teacher. In what? In a vision. <laughs> Enlightens him. Because whatever is, Abraham is nobody. But whatever vision is given to him now makes him that thing. Do you understand that? So I don't need to know the dust Paul came from. I'm just looking at him saying, Paul, you're a billionaire, you know that. I've given him a vision. His teacher is teaching him every day. At some point in the month or in the year, the teacher tests. That's the target, right? And then test him with a billion. Even though I know he's going to be a billionaire. I didn't say, now, next week you'll give a billion. No, no. The teacher knows. He says, no, it is X amount. He's teaching him. He goes get the X amount. The teacher watches and says, okay, you pass that exam. And sometimes it then checks how he even passed it. That's the next level. We teach that on Sunday. I don't know. Something is just leading me to preach to elite. I don't know why. It's definitely not your seed, guys. So don't say, oh, when we sold, um, you will sow. <laughs> he told him to reach. How do you reach the stars? I, will, I want you to not spiritualize this now. He's teaching him invention. Invention that is way more than what it can do. It's like it's like you're telling Albert Einstein or the people who created electricity that what they were reaching for was possible. And in those days, because it's never existed before, how can they base their life on the life of those who exist before them? 
they will have to look like lunatics and they are willing to be to be called mad because of vision so if you are criticized because of vision it is only right it's only fear because how do you create electricity it's never existed before so what was his teacher or who did that graham bell or the phone people edison and co tesla and co how did they know to reach these things and and just ordinary to teach people who have been praying in tongues for endless number of years to teach them that you can reach the reformation of church they don't even understand it so what is this what do you mean what is this did you read the bible ever before that in the book of Acts of the apostles the first church grew because they lived together and they had all things in common a normal pentecostal pastor can never do it he has no single love and you tell me that's the pastor you for real and i'm not the pastor he's the pastor he has no love he cannot tolerate two strangers under his roof yet he's the man of god how Abraham had children before he had children because my question today was going to be this is what I asked the Lord look at this Abraham had no child yet you call him father of all nation my issue is this not that I understand that that fundamental of faith but my issue is a vision is vision and a vision attract people must see it in your life they must be able to say because you have this we're inspired that we would have it so i said but you gave him no child yet you want him to inspire beliefs and the lord told me but he had children before a child ah you didn't hear that you need to go and rehear this he had children before a child let me tell you something i want you to hear me clearly most of you here tonight or listening to me you are child of pt and spark nation but what preceded you were children they were just signs there were people here before you but the promise was one we do know if we had time would have gotten to the fact that even isaac was not the promise he had children so he had eliaza his house was filled with soldiers but all those soldiers will accumulate into one a child that child would be abraham abraham would be that child lot was hanging around until lot became aware another guy whose wife talked out of destiny you're trying but i'll soon finish you're really really trying it's a, it's a battle he's really trying tonight you're trying it's been a battle i've, I've seen the warfare he's really really trying at some point he goes <laughs> seriously the good thing about the good thing about sleep is you won't even know you're doing it it's, sleep is powerful powerful stuff so he's been trying he's really pushing it and i wanted to speak about it all day but i know uh, be, be be merciful he's trying no no and, and i thought be better than only i'm a better man than only i'm not 
that's the reason why I've not spoken. I'm just in no way. I will be better than only. It's one of my vision and goal in life. <laughs> I will soon be true. In fact, I'm not speaking anymore. You're going to kill him, isn't he? <laughs> he? Abraham was taught to reach his teacher. Then God took him to the sand by the seashore. Say, so can you count it? Reaching on the... His teacher is mad. And Abraham goes back from his teacher and tells his father, I will be father of all nations. His father looks at him and says, you have no child. He said, but there's someone teaching me in a vision. Vision teaches us what is to be and how we should therefore live because of what is to be. Do you understand that? I repeat, our teacher through vision teaches us what is to be and how we should live in the present because of what will be. I wrote something down. I believe because of what I've just touched, I need to tell you this. Preparation is proof of belief. Preparation is the highest act of faith ever. Highest act of faith is preparation. So God began to order the life and the structure of Abraham to accommodate nations. So in his house, he went to war with 318 because all nations were already there. Eliezer from Egypt of Damascus, he was in his house. Egyptians were there. All his journey was to gather nations into his house because this nation will culminate into one man called Isaac, which will manifest as Christ. Nations were already there. Everybody was in Abraham's house. HQ, every single person was in his HQ. Behind the palm trees was all nations. But those are not the child. They're just children. Everybody was there. I've told you, what is the sign that you will rule nations? Check the, the demographic of people in your house now. They are nations. They are humans. How can you not see this? In at least in every house, even the smallest house, you have two nations there. Different countries. In the smallest house in the nation, you have at least two nations. Some have as much as six. Some five. Some four. So where do you think this is going? If you eat the fruit, you become aware and you begin to arrange your life to now try to get there. And God says... Out of the sweat of your face, you will hit. But if you keep the vision, you must ask yourself, when you were growing up, how many nations were under your roof? How many? Exactly. Everybody in the house just spoke the same. Like, That's all. But in the nation family house, when you sit down, you speak English. Why? Because there's an English guy here. Then you have a Ghanaian guy. Then you have a Nigerian guy. Then you have someone from some Wagadougou place somewhere, something. 
Wagadugu means Congo. <laughs> you don't need to wonder how. He's already giving you the sign. Now, to love, you must die. Look at what happened. He said, do you not know that those of us who were baptized into Christ? I gave you that scripture before, man. Thank you. What shall we say then? Romans 6. Where are you reading from? Romans 6 from verse 1. Thank you. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any uh, You know longer? where I'm going. Oh, you answer that question if you were living in sin or not. Don't just go to my verse, please. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus. Those of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into what? Into his death. This is the dust Adam was. In Adam... There was no, because now if we count sin, you count fornication, adultery. And I've told you this before. How can that be the concept of sin for Adam? There was nobody to commit adultery with. There was only one marriage at the time. So if he picked on the elephant, it won't be a marriage. So, so there was no option for anything that we now count as sin. There was only one sin. Disobedience. Going against what the teacher said. That's all. So it said, do you not know that those who of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Tell me. We were therefore buried with him. Through baptism. Into death. In other death. Just as Christ was raised from the dead. Through the glory. Of the Father. Did you see the glory of who raised him? So... So why did Jesus believe that he will resurrect? It was taught by the teacher that if you die in this manner, the repercussion of it is that you will resurrect. That's why even he read scriptures, like you will not suffer your only one to see decay. He read it. He, he read it from the scriptures. It was taught. That's what happened. And at the point of revelation of what is being thought, Epiphany came from these written scriptures. Epiphany came and he could live that life and believe he will be resurrected. Because it's now true knowledge, faith, Epiphany had come. If you've not been taught about giving, you will think monthly giving is a lot. If you are taught about giving, hourly giving is a start. Because you know if you die this way, you resurrect this way, you've come to the realization of it. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the teacher, the father, we too may have, may live a new life. Can I then close with asking you tonight, friends, have you met Christians who live a new life? Have you met any? Sincerely now. I'm not a critic. God forbid that I'm, I'm a criticizer or whatever they call those people. Never met a rich critic before. 
it is not the presence, it's the doctrine. The presence, the pastors or whatever we call them, they are probably way better men than I am, whatever that means. Certainly not. But let's assume they are. Let's give it to them. Probably more diligent. They run night video. I can't. I'm like Francis. I'll start doing it. I can't do night video. And I don't blame Francis. It's night time. This is for sleeping, not for talking. So, they run night video. These guys are better men than we are. They do counseling. Like counseling is long. Hey, counseling is like 30 people wanting to tell you what they told you last week. Again. For me, with counseling, the moment someone has spoken for five minutes, I'm gone. But I know I've got to be there because like they are church members or son in the Lord. For me, I know really in real life, first two minutes you've made your point. Let me talk. But counseling is like the woman. I've done counseling before. I used to finish on Passion TV. Passion TV people were calling. I will write down their numbers. I can write down 200 numbers and I'll start calling them back one after the other. Imagine what your mom would be telling me. So that's how you know what I went through. Oh, yes. Just imagine you, you be, I, I don't know them as your mom. They are just mothers all around. Imagine what they will be saying. It's already done in your head like, oh shoot. And sometimes I'll go through 30, 40 Saturday nights to go and preach on Sunday morning. I'll listen and listen and listen and listen. I'll listen to people's dream. Not dream of, um, I have a dream like Martin Luther King. The dream of a goat and a yam and, a, and a, their grandmother. Someone say my grandmother always appeared to me at night. I wanted to ask, what, can I, what should I do? Um, is, it my, is she my mother? What should I do? Kill her again? What should I do? Like, you're already a 60-year-old woman. You remember your grandmother. <laughs> it should just, if you're not depressed, it should just be like someone appeared. How do you remember? You're 60. How? Then in my head, then because of our nurturing, we start praying. Then now growing up, I'm thinking, what exactly was the prayer? We counsel people. We pray for people who, I've, I've told you this before, people who have Satan come knock their door and run away. Literally, literally, like she just doesn't know, so or knocks that door and runs. What should I do in Jesus' name? The person should not come and knock again. I, but now we understand these people like Connor, they are trolls, they just knock people's door and run. It was Connor knocking the door of the woman and throwing eggs. And these people say, I'm telling you, sir. These are not just secondary school guys. It is, I, he said, when I heard the number, something happens in my spirit. I remember in the days when, uh, with due respect to my dad, he's a very spiritual, strong man. In the days when I was breaking free from this thing, he actually wanted me to keep praying for a man who Satan steals his money. For me, I was already getting tired and I was saying, you do it. 
like he earns less than one five. <laughs> yeah. And somehow it just doesn't know. And imagine these are altar calls. There are people here whose money disappear. I always say, sir, we're going to take part of the money tonight because we just raised prophetic coffee. He gave. I don't understand. Imagine someone comes out for Satan stealing his money and they'll say, tonight there's prophetic seed. Like, sir, sir Satan just told these guys money. How did you still have money? What we didn't know then was these are mentally depressed people. Satan is not coming to steal. So we wanted to say, have you tried putting it in the bank? You understand? Like, you just put it with NatWest and tell Satan, that's, if Satan steals money, NatWest should be his regular customer. Like, if there's much money there. Like, you just take it. You just don't have enough. And then mentally, you're damaged. Why did I say all this? To criticize those who believe that? No, no, no. If, if something excites you and make you believe you're doing something, that's fine. I said all that to say that. We did the counselings. So, that's why I said they are probably better men because some are still doing it. Whereas for us, two minutes, three minutes, I'm saying, make your point. Still going on four minutes after saying, okay, you're not ready to talk to greatness because in greatness, you talk for a minute. You go straight to your point because you're there for solution, not for lecture. I've told you in counseling this, imagine someone asks for my time for counsel and comes to counsel me and it ends with, you see the way we are doing church, I think we should do it different. You came with problem. Now you are advising me. Then it says, Pastor, stretch your hand, let me pray. <laughs> and in those days, you actually have no, no, no choice because then you say, okay, pray. And she prays, then she goes into the spirit. Then she tells you vision. I say, bye. Like, <laughs> you called me that you had problem. Your people are depressed. So we don't know that. Now coming to realization, to announce to you, friends, that we have not seen 0.00% of the new creation. And don't let Pentecostalism deceive us. Everything they've built, if money has built it for another businessman down the road, the son said, I built a city. Real estate developers are saying, we've built 10 before then so that's not the new creation it's a bit of it's fine okay entering a new world where what these house will be will surprise you how do i know what you are already is surprising to the world it should surprise you now Ask your family heads. If someone had told you you have gold house just about five, six years ago, maybe seven years ago, where you have four, five nations under your roof, would you have believed? 
it's it's incomprehensible why is it incomprehensible it's not been seen before it's simply not the way pastoring works in nurture you would reject it everything in you will say no what is that what does that mean why are you with people you know people still say that to you right why are you living with people simple answer i said to someone he said why are you living with you i said so that i don't become like you forget all the fancy answers of love it's just anything that don't make me end up like you even if he's living with frogs i will because i don't want to end up like you isn't that simple enough it's simple oh, why are you living with people you know people are no what you become i don't like it and that's not the real answer, but that should be fine. It does not yet appear what we shall be like. But we know that when it appears, when does it appear? When we push the boundaries of love to the maximum, then we see new creation. But you started on the right footing. The greatest of commandments. Remember that commands are teachings. They are teachings. Laws are teachings. Yet Christ is the greatest of commandment is love. Love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord your God. He said this is the greatest of the... So the greatest of teachings is love. As you come to the epiphany of the love faith life, the creation of God begins to ooze out of you. Without you, without much of your effort, your only effort will be in receiving because it's difficult to receive if you've never seen such before. It's difficult. Love will make you the billionaire that teaching or vision has already told you that's where you should be. Satan wants us to back out from soul winning. You know that, right? Satan wants us to back out from seeding because they are the two extreme expressions of love. Take soul winning away and seeding. What's, what's the remaining? What's love? You all who live in, in these houses or who run these houses, you've given your life. Greater love than these has no man than for a man to lay down his life for his friends. Greater love. He said there is no greater love. You want to tell me that it is not nice for Emma and Oni alone to live in this house? Quiet? Just the two of you. You can just someone say, Oh, what would you do with eight rooms? I've told you before. You can do anything. You can you if you have the eight rooms, you can wake up at 2 a.m., decide to go and sleep in another till 1 a.m. Because that's what poor people always say. Ah, even if you have all the rooms in this, so what will you do with it? Definitely, I would do with it what you imagine. I've seen Kanye West preaching in the church saying about, I mean, you know him and his erraticness talking about God is bigger than the cars and the houses and Chris says hallelujah he's got a big gold chain he has the right to say that definitely outside is not a Volkswagen it's a Lambo or something then he said God is a nothing compares to God he has the right to say it it's just if I was not having that I don't have that in the country I won't say amen I would just say that's fine you you they you, say you're a billionaire give it before you go home Give all of it. I wear a big jewelry, wear big stuff. I say, 
God is higher than all these things. The poor man says, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say no. He has the right to say that because he's got it. So you tell him, if you want to show that God is bigger, remove everything. What is a chain to a billion? They say you're a billion. What is a necklace? Throw it to the people. Give it. The Lambos you came in, give it. You still drove the same thing home. You heard of um, Kanye giving one Lambo before? To fear what? <laughs> says to woo. Says nope. But God is greater than it. It probably gives, you know, the giving of do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That means you are giving below proportion. That means you know when they hear what you gave, you'll be embarrassed at how little it is to what you've received. Stop that thing. <laughs> Every giving that is still secret is not given enough. Anyways, my conclusion tonight. Every house with a clear vision. There's nothing less than the dominion mandate. There's nothing called maybe the purpose of God for me is to be little. The smallest is called Adam. I imagine, Adam was just the first of creation. So we haven't even seen what it should be before he messed everything up. Now that life is in you. That Christ life is in you. Receive it. Let it flow through. Don't change habit first. Change creation not habit. You know how many years we spent trying to change people's habits? Years, endless. Talk upon talk, prayer upon prayer, and all of a sudden you realize that unless the man dies, he's still going to have his habits. The vision. The push of the vision, which is love. I dare you to try love. Go listen to it again. Dear, because you're already on the right footing. You live together, most of you. And I'm not saying if you don't live in any of the houses, you're not living in love and all that. No, for that, that's nonsense. Don't, don't do that. But if your path walk toward that and you're laying down your life for something, don't let the devil deceive you that. Mom says... Um, all these following pastors and doing this. You see, we used to do it. Da, 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 da. You didn't lay down your life for nothing. And you know it. There's no way you end up like them. Not because you know better than them. But because God set up a God teacher in your direction. His teacher. So who is your teacher? That's the question. Not your prophet, not your, your teacher now. Because that's what God was to Abraham. Sunday is a physical service, right? Each service is... An, and when we have specialized service, like when we say maybe business people are meeting or we say this service is going to be powered by elite. I want you to know that it comes from eternity. Why? So that I don't just say spirituality without logic. 
it's never thought true. It turns on our heart and I feel, then it makes sense thereafter as to why God is pointing words, concentrating word in that direction. Now, when God concentrates word in a direction, everyone who comes around to hate it becomes partaker. So that's why we can't have a house and say, oh, they said it's elite service, let's see what they would do. No. Everyone who jumps into that instruction, being fought with that instruction, becomes shareholders in whatever God wants to do in healing. Anything God wants to do. Maybe God wants to give them more people, remove some people. Whatever God wants to do, you become shareholders in it because you are participating in that fellowship. If they turn to them and say, you know what, for this service, your seed is 50 grand. Every partaker in it becomes shareholders in that blessing. That's what he is. It's called the mystery of faith. But if a pastor actually sits down and schemes and says, you know, our timetable is it will be elite, then you must be surprised at, at the sporadicness and, and ask why, how. But think about every time that has happened, he's always pointing to something. Left to me on Sunday, we won't have a single service. We already planned out 10 years in the morning. We posted just to tell Christians, you see what I now do on Sunday morning? And nothing is going to happen. And it will help the next generation. But then I heard in my own spirit. No, no. Not that I heard. There's a reason why I wanted to do this service. Then I began to get more epiphany. Knowledge first. Epiphany. I mean, the, the, the epiphany of faith after. It's just a set up for healing. So every house. We said, if you believe you have the capacity to gather hundred. Gather your hundred on Sunday and put a badge on them saying, I'm inspired. I just want to see your hundred. If you have the epiphany or knowledge that we can gather 50, again, we can't be more than a certain number. Deliberately so. We're not calling for a thousand. Deliberately so. Reach. Our teachers are not supposed to play to our strength. They are supposed to to show us what lies within us. I'm just looking back and saying, what if I've been wiser years ago? If I've been wiser years ago, I would never call for certain targets. Because I would look at the pastor Samuel on here and I will be so wise about their finances. I will know what they can't have. And based on that, I would just tell him to be evangelizing. I would send him to go and work in McDonald's with churches so that they can tithe and find many more people. And I would say, okay, if your tithe is 50, 50, 50, 50 pounds, and you, you people are like 250, 250 times 50, all we just need to do is to get a nice council building and pray because they pray. Those who are in council building 20 years after they pray and God gives them favor. Say, God just gave me favor. Council said, you can use this way for free. That means that, imagine, that means that people coming to your church have no reason to pay 10K for a service. Then you wonder why they are now in their 60s and 70s and poor. Why would they not be? They, have, they are not paying 10K per service. There's no reason to, 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 to get anything. Nothing. How can God favor you into poverty? 
until a day comes, um, 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 Park has come to meet me through PO and say, you know, God just favored us and there's a council um, place in Beckton. They just gave us for free. And they said, pay 50 pounds a month whenever you want. Say, really? So, you guys will not mobilize again. You guys will do nothing. You just grow wicked. I just think non-givers are wicked. That's, that's an extreme, right? I just, I just think they grow wicked because the life of their pastor is not improving. Death is also static. The same place week after week, there's no reason to push and to reach. You go to such a church, you know you are dead already. Finished. I think that's one thing I must give to Nigerian church though. I must give that to them. I think they reach. As in like years ago, you've had a geo calling for those who want to give one billion. That's like four million pounds. And people came out. Forget it could be oil stolen money, it could be kidnapped money, but once it touches the hand of their God, it's, it's just the same thing. I'm just saying, those guys can reach. They reach. Yes, we have a problem with what they then did with it thereafter, but they can reach. Whereas, in the UK church, you do know if you give 30 pounds in their churches and you sign an envelope and it's collected. By the time they sum it all up, the church is making an extra 500 quid a month, which is enough to pay for the pastor's um, finance, car finance, because the car finance is about 70 pounds. How do you finance a Toyota? Why? Why? <laughs> Why are you going to finance a Toyota? Why? So you see that Camry is on finance. So why, why do you people do these things? Why, why are you doing this to humanity? Go on, boss. Why? Of course, if it's for business, that's fine. If you have leaders who don't reach, Elite already knows, forget giving or not giving, plus giving, you have a Bentley to pay for. And at the, at the end of the month or beginning of the month, whenever, and if your leader is not using that, you will, it's not her, you will look funny. You look funny. So that's what I'm saying. They push all these young people. You should begin to reply people and tell them from your mouth, don't ever call me young or vulnerable. Like, how are you the one you mentally depressed person you've been going to Pentecostal church all your life we already is a sign that something is wrong then you look at a witness and say those vulnerable kids say this is a 42 year old person like 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 I love spark you know in spark people age backward if you don't believe me go and look at witness picture years ago before elite happened. Go and look at Chris Moore one year ago. Sorry, about 10 years ago. (laughs) 
Sunday is just a 400 people service. People whose minds are made up on vision. If we're going to reach the world, God has to remove visionless people from us. And vision is not about what you say. It's how you now conduct your life. Your belief and your obedience will let us know if you've been sold out to this vision. How you act. These houses are not the, the consummation of the promise. They are the preparation of it. This house is just asking Emma or Onye, do you understand how to live in a billion mansion? Then he's asking Charlie or Park, do you understand how to be the, the, the armor bearer, the foot soldier of a multi-billionaire, your leader? Do you understand it? These are questions. And the same thing for your houses, the house of nations, um, Pastor Shadi, um, um, Chris and Genevieve. They're just saying, are you prepared for what I'm about to do? Because this is the word of God to us as I end the weekday conference. This is God's word. A family, the smallest family will be a thousand people. That's God's word to you. And the smallest group, the smallest group will be a mighty nation. This is the word of God. And is it far-fetched anymore? No. The nations are already under your roof. So before I pray for you or pray with you tonight, if you're watching from your family houses, I want to see you. I want to see your comment. The world should be aware that I'm not trying to convince them. I'm trying to rule them. Because I've heard people's school of thought. They say, you know, we live in a populist world, you know. So you have to be out there explaining, I don't give a care. Once a family is formed, you'll take power. All the houses, all of you, all the houses, all the houses, I want you to speak to me tonight where you're watching from. It is not far-fetched anymore. The nations are under you. The word of God says the smallest family will be a thousand people. And the smallest group, the smallest group will be a mighty nation can i say amen from your houses it doesn't matter if you're watching from africa or you're watching from europe wherever you're watching from this is what god's word says this is the word of god to you this is god's word talk to me god of all days Dominion House. I want to see the houses tonight. House of Light. The smallest family will be a thousand people. And the smallest group will be a mighty nation.
Are you sure your house is talking? I want your houses to be active tonight. God of all days. Do you believe tonight? Believe shows in obedience. If you believe, what shows believe is obedience. Obedience. Let me tell you something. These houses are more important than congregational service. As in, it is not slightly more important. It's like 100% more important. They are churches. They are families. They are groups. The blessing of God is there. So keep the spirit of unity and holiness in those houses. Did you hear me? Keep the spirit of unity and holiness in those houses and you'll be untouchable. The world will talk. That's their business. You, you have stray dogs. Stray dogs speak all the time, but it is the arrow of the spirit that shoots them dead in their traps. So vision must be focused in one direction and every other thing around it must be blocked. Can't see anything. Elite vision must be clear. Of course, elite increases, I mean, visions increases in clarity on a daily basis. But as for today, it must be clear enough. And when we're mobilizing for souls, if we're mobilizing for souls, which this Sunday is no mobilization for souls, even though you must get souls registered. When we're mobilizing for souls, every other thing becomes blood. You only see that when we're mobilizing for sin. If you listen to the aware world, you will know God has stricken these people with a madness. They are stricken. But their salvation is still in your hands. They've eaten the fruit. Father, I pray tonight we come to you as the teacher. One woman Adam met in the garden, the teacher, you taught him dominion, replenishing, subduing. Father, teach us. Or better still, we open up to your teaching. Everything you've programmed in our spirit, so we receive it without restriction. We, re we receive your teaching. We, we receive it without religion. We receive your teaching without doubt strengthen our spirit strengthen us with might by your spirit in our inner man that Christ may dwell in our heart through faith 
that we being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length, the breadth, the depth, the height to know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge Father now to you who is able to do exceedingly abundantly according to the power that works in us to you be glory in the church and in all the earth and we all say Amen may this blessing remain on your family bring you increase bring you grace prosperity beyond measure so that you'll be able to employ your naysayers and give them a better life may that blessing rest on you god bless you see you on sunday